What does it mean to truly see? In John chapter 9, Jesus heals a man's physical blindness, leading to a greater discussion about being blind to spiritual truth. Hey fellow creations, it's Elijah here. Welcome to the Bible in Prayer podcast, the show where we simply read the Bible and then pray about it. Bible and prayer are fundamental elements of the Christian faith, and we need to build lasting habits of both of these. So join us on the Bible and Prayer podcast every weekday as we strive to make Bible and prayer habits in our daily lives. Tap that follow button to subscribe to the Bible and Prayer podcast so you don't miss the rest of the Gospel of John or the future books that we'll be covering. In John chapter 9, we see a contrast between physical and spiritual sight. Jesus offers true illumination. The question is, will we recognize him as the source of light or will we stumble in self-righteous darkness? Now, as a reminder, the Gospel of John is unique and beautiful as it portrays Jesus Christ, presenting him as the divine word who became flesh and dwelt among us. It emphasizes Jesus' identity as the Son of God, full of grace and truth, and highlights his miracles, his teachings, and his interactions with people, particularly his disciples. John's Gospel aims to lead readers to faith in Jesus and eternal life by seeing Jesus as the Son of God, the Word become flesh. Now, zooming in in John chapter 9 specifically, Jesus heals a man born blind here. This miracle sparks intense scrutiny from the Pharisees, from the healed man, and from his parents. As the chapter unfolds, the Pharisees become entrenched in their spiritual blindness, unable to see the miracle as a clear sign of Jesus' divinity. Conversely, the healed man comes to recognize Jesus as the Son of God. So, what do you believe? Let's jump in and read John chapter 9 together. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, This man didn't sin, nor did his parents, but that the works of God might be revealed in him. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground, made mud with the saliva, anointed the blind man's eyes with the mud, and said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went away, washed, and came back seeing. The neighbors, therefore, and those who saw that he was blind before said, Isn't this he who sat and begged? Others were saying, It is he. Still others were saying, He looks like him. He said, I am he. They therefore were asking him, How were your eyes opened? He answered, a man called Jesus made mud, anointed my eyes, and said to me, Go to the pool of Siloam and washed. So I went and washed, and I received my sight. Then they asked him, Where is he? He said, I don't know. 
they brought him who had been blind to the Pharisees. It was a Sabbath when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Again, therefore, the Pharisees also asked him how he received his sight. He said to them, He put mud on my eyes. I washed and I see. Some, therefore, of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God because he doesn't keep the Sabbath. Others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such things? So there was division among them. Therefore, they asked the blind man again, What do you say about him because he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. The Jews, therefore, didn't believe concerning him that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of him who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son who you say was born blind? How then now does he see? His parents answered them, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind, but how he now sees? We don't know, or who opened his eyes, we don't know. He is of age, ask him. He will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if any man would confess him as the Christ, he would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age, ask him. So they called the man who is blind a second time and said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He therefore answered, I don't know if he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him again, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already and you didn't listen. Why do you want to hear it again? You don't also want to become his disciples, do you? They insulted him and said, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we don't know where he comes from. The man answered them, How amazing! You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he listens to him. Since the world began, it has never been heard of that anyone opened the eyes of someone born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were altogether born in sin, and do you teach us? They then threw him out. Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, and finding him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of God? He answered, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, you have both seen him, and it is he who speaks with you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, that those who don't see may see, and that those who see may become blind. Those of the Pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, We see, therefore your sin 
remains. All right, that concludes the Bible in prayer for John chapter 9. Now let's look at a couple of points of application. First, we need to beware of spiritual blindness. The Pharisees serve as a warning. Religious knowledge without a humble heart leads to hardened blindness, unable to perceive the truth even when it stands directly in front of us. Ask God to keep your heart soft and receptive to His work in your life and His Word. Secondly, we need to cultivate a seeing spirit. Don't rely on the established opinions or human reasoning of the world around you. Like the healed man, actively engage with the Word of God, with Jesus, with Scripture. Embrace prayer and allow the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to seeing the truth, to seeing who Jesus truly is. And thirdly, respond with worship, just like the blind man who became the seeing man. What did he do? Once he recognized who Jesus was, he worshiped him. As our spiritual blinders fall off and we realize who Jesus is, the only natural and proper response is worship. A transformed heart surrenders to his lordship and desires to live fully for him and to proclaim to the world who it is that has healed us, who has taken our blindness and turned it into sight. Let's pray about these things. God in heaven, you are so good and so righteous and so pure. We love you with our whole being. Thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for showing us who it is that can heal us of our spiritual blindness. Please, Father, help us to not be like the Pharisees. Help us to not have spiritual blindness. Help us to be able to see the works of Jesus and to recognize him as the light of the world. That we not reject him like the rest of the world who lives in darkness, but that we can see him as he truly is. We ask, Father, that you give us soft and receptive hearts, that we can perceive the work of Jesus in our lives. Father, please help us to have a spirit of sight that Jesus may heal us of our spiritual blindness, and that as we engage with Scripture, as we go to you in prayer, and as we allow the Holy Spirit to come into our lives, that we may be able to see the truth, that we may be able to open up and see who Jesus truly is. And as we do so, Father, please help us to respond like this blind man who became the seeing man, Help us to respond with worship, that once we realize who Jesus is and he has healed us of our spiritual blindness, that the only proper response in our lives is worship, that we may bow down and worship Jesus, worship the word become flesh, the light of the world, and that our hearts may be transformed and that we'll want to share that with the rest of the world. Thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for the light of the world. And thank you for healing our spiritual blindness so that now we can see who Jesus truly is. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. All right, that concludes today's Bible in Prayer. 
John chapter 9 starkly contrasts self-righteous spiritual blindness with a growing understanding of Jesus. It urges us to be vigilant against a hardness of heart that misses the clear signs of God at work in the world and in our lives. May we humbly seek Jesus, cultivating open hearts and respond to his revelation with faith and worship. Remember to follow and subscribe and join us next time for John chapter 10. This has been Elijah with the Bible and Prayer Podcast. Until next time, we love you all. God bless.